Hi guys, welcome back to the movies and in today's podcast we are going to be going through Michael Keaton news as Return to Batman, um, Jaws as the 45th anniversary and some general talk. So yeah, I mean today's podcast is going to be very, very casual. Um, yeah, this is the second episode of the Back to the Movies podcast. Um, with the first episode we had some troubles trying to get the um, the podcast on Spotify due to some verification issues, but yeah, let's get into it. So first of all, Let's just ramble on in this podcast, you know, a chilled sort of uh, podcast. Yep. So yeah, Michael Keaton, this is sort of the main news of the, uh, the movie week, I guess. Michael Keaton is in talk talks to return as Batman in a new Flash film. What do you think about this? Um, I thought that was a very smart idea, um, considering um, I'm not taking on the early Batman films, I don't know about you, um, but Christian yeah. Bale was my, my sort of likes for Batman in the modern version, considering, I think it was Batman 1989, I think it was, it was made. Um, But yeah, um, I can see why they would try and bring him back. Um, But at the moment, I think this DC Universe is really messed up. I think we've mentioned that, uh, talked about this yesterday. Um, What were your thoughts on the DC Universe and the clashing of different universes? Yeah, great question. So, it's very, very messy at the minute. Um, the DC, in my opinion, doesn't really have going what the uh, the MCU has going. The MCU's sort of got like a... Uh, you sort of know what's coming. Um, you know what sequels are coming. With the DCU, you don't really know what's coming, what sort of films are coming, how they're even going to play it, because we've had films like um, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad, Justice League, etc., which are all in the DCU. And then we've also had films like Joker, um, which are just completely, you know, not related to DCU at all. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if this new Flash film is going to be in the um, in the DCU. I would imagine it will be. I might be wrong, but bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman is something that could be really cool if done correctly. Um, I have also heard that the new Flash film, which uh, Batman might be returning in first, once again, this is just, you know, um, it's not confirmed, but it's Michael Keaton is supposed to be in talks to return as Batman. And it's from The Hollywood Reporter. And they are supposed to be quite a, a well-known and uh, sort of official um, news website. So it does seem fairly accurate. I hope it does happen. It's going to be really interesting to see what does happen. But yeah, Michael Keaton is supposed to be returning in the first of all in the new flash film and do you know what they did with like spider-verse with like the all the whole um multiverse with different spider-mans um so what would you mean um so in um spider-man into in spider-verse they had, yeah. yeah there are quite a few different um variations of spider-man didn't they have oh, miles morales yeah, peter yeah, parker yeah, yeah you know uh, apparently they're going to be doing something like that in the new flash film Opening like a DCU multiverse or a DC multiverse, so I think this is going to be really interesting because is he going to be in like the same sort of a uh, oh you know gear as Batman eighty nine yeah 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 is he going to be in a completely oh, different outfit? Imagine Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, and um oh god, <sighs> can you imagine that? Christian oh. Bale, Michael Keaton, and um you know I'd I'd like to see Ben Affleck again come back as Batman. Ben Affleck, yeah. Could you imagine them three in one in one movie? Oh. Oh my god! The, interac- the interactions between Michael Keaton's Batman and the uh, 
Christian Bale, Nolan Batman would be so cool. I, th- I think I think I think Christian oh. Bale's probably more out of the picture considering yeah. he, he had his trilogy, but ah, oh, the hype. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh. oh my god! Could you imagine if you saw if there was like a trailer, like a teaser trailer, and you saw like Christian Bale at the end? Both ones. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, like the voice of That's like uh, Michael teaser. Keaton. Um, not Michael Keaton. Uh, the the butler, you know the butler from um the Christian uh, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Oh yeah, I Alfred. Hear his voice uh, Mike played like by uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Oh, um, that'd be so cool. Yeah, his name. I absolutely loved the end but, of the yeah, uh, the oh. Dark Knight Rises. I think it's such a satisfying ending. Like the last five minutes when we see the montage of you know Joseph Gordon Levitt becoming um oh well being hinted at becoming Robin. Yeah. And yeah. then we see oh, uh, yeah. Batman at the table with a uh, Catwoman, uh-huh. you know, and Alfred's sort of uh, looking over at this uh, restaurant. Yeah. Really good ending. I think I, uh... yeah, I just think it's a solid ending. But anyway, off topic, Michael Keaton returning. Um, it, once again, like, this could be really cool, but I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, like, how um, do you explain to a, uh, a casual I, I, def- I definitely think that... they're obviously not going to do a prequel. So it has to be, like, a sequel. Yeah, um, it's going to have to be older. But, you know, the big- the beginning bit of uh, The Dark Knight Rises, when um, you see um, Christian Bale is quite old and he's on, he's on his crutches and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe they could oh, yeah. introduce something like that to Michael Keaton. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. Or maybe or have maybe... like introduce a new Batman or make him make him um, try to find a new Batman f- for him to replace him or something like that. Would be interesting. Mm, that would be really cool to see sort of Michael Keaton's Batman or Michael Keaton as sort of like a uh, you know sort of a um. Sort of like in a Alfred role, you know, sort of teaching him the way of how to become Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. But one thing that is kind of um, confusing, well, especially to a uh, more casual audience as well, is you know we've got the Robert Pattinson Robert Pattinson Batman film coming out in next October yeah. twenty twenty one at the moment. So when's this going to come out? Because I can't see this film being. I really don't know. You know. I think latest it's going to be. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. Um, I don't think they'll both come out. I think one of the others is going to be cancelled because I can't see two Batman movies with two different people. I really can't no. see that. I can't see that to be honest. They're already half. Well, they've already nearly finished filming one of them. Uh huh. So. Um. So. I mean, it's, it's I, just I a cameo you, in the Flash film. This, um, was it on like an Empire website or something like that? Will Michael Keaton. Said yeah, good question. This has been all over. It was first of all in the Hollywood Reporter, which is, you know, one of the better and more reliable uh, sort of movie news websites. Yeah, or websites which talks about movie news. And then it was actually an M- it was actually on um, Empire as well, and it was on IMDb. Right. Yeah. Jeez. So obviously, it's not officially confirmed. I mean, I guess um, they could put like. Um... Two Batman's in the same universe and have them like maybe um so you know how in like Ghostbusters I mean this is completely off the table but you know how in Ghostbusters you see um what's his face you know in the new Ghostbusters with all the women but you see um you see the guy from the original one oh yeah, yeah so yeah. they could so they could mess around with that I can't think with like yeah the, uh, the new Batman's and stuff 
That'd be um, really cool. Robert Patterson and uh, Michael Keaton. I can't see us getting Michael Keaton back and doing action scenes, to be honest. No, I definitely think they'd have to add stunt doubles if they were to do that. N- yeah, but I just can't see him doing... I, I can't oh, see yeah, this yeah, version yeah, of yeah, yeah. Batman doing I, think, I don't think he'll be Batman Batman. Oh. I think he'll be like a... Um, yeah. Maybe it might be a cameo or... I don't know. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. I think... It's probably a little bit bigger than a cameo because of um, oh yeah, visual. Sort of how big this has been. Yeah, yeah. I, what I would like to see in this though is uh, we see Michael Keaton come back. Um, I don't think there's going to be a ton of Batman's like there is in the uh, do you know like the Spider Man to Spider Verse because yeah. this is just a yeah. Flash film. Um, but yeah, I'd be. I think it'd be really cool to see Michael Keaton return as Batman. I'd be down for that. Um, just depends on how they do it, to be honest, because, mm-hmm. you know, we don't... Well, Michael Keaton only has Batman and Batman Returns under his belt as Batman. Mm-hmm. I think they're both... The first Batman, I'd probably give a, a solid 8.5 to 9. Batman Returns is probably a 7.58. Batman Returns is actually... Uh, I think it's actually pretty enjoyable. Have you seen Batman yeah, Returns? I have, yeah. Is that the one with... Um... Penguin. Oh, the Penguin and Catwoman, yeah. I was thinking of yeah, the, yeah. the different one then with the with Jim Carrey as the Riddler. That was a... Batman, <laughs> Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever. <laughs> it's not yeah, I, I, the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just... It's tricky because... Yeah, I just think the DCU just kind of needs to sort out what they're doing, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, they all need to come together somehow, don't they? Otherwise, I think it's going to be a... A very messed up universe with a bunch of random people. They do. I think that, yeah, I think the only DC films or DCEU films that are confirmed at the moment are um, The Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, I'm pretty sure in Avatar, sorry, in Aquaman 2 is being worked on. And I've heard talk about Shazam 2 on, I've seen that on IMDb, I think. Yeah. But yeah, obviously there's Wonder Woman eighty four. I forgot about that one, which is uh, coming out in is it November, October, something I think it's like that. October, end of October, yeah. But it's like you know, at the most you can do three Wonder Woman films. You know, Robert Pattinson might have a trilogy as Batman. Mm-hmm. But whereas the MCU has like a uh, sort of a a roadmap of where the films can go and where the uh, new characters can be introduced, like the Fantastic Four yeah, um, and yeah. possibly the X-Men down the line. The DCU doesn't really have that at the moment. And yeah, it just seems really unplanned, really messy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking back to this news of, um, of Michael Keaton and that. Um, mm. But if 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 it's actual Michael Keaton who's saying he's coming back, I don't know to be honest. Um, I think if they were to obviously, like I said before, bring Robert Pattinson and Michael Keaton into the same universe, that would be quite good. Um, or maybe even include maybe three or four Batman's from previous movies. Um, but as you said before, I think the universe is um, very tied up at the minute and needs a uh, needs a fixation and a, and a story plan for uh, its future movies, future DC movies, especially in the Justice League universe as well. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. We also have the whole um, 
you know, Snyder Cut thing coming out. Did you see, off topic, but did you see um, the new Snyder Cut 30 second teaser? Um, no, not when it got leaked, no. Um, but was, No, I, it wasn't I, leaked, it was a, uh, an official. Oh, no, no, I, no, I don't think I saw it. I only um, heard it from you uh, on the previous yeah. video. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there to be was... honest, I, I wasn't mass interested in um, the Snyder Cut. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen his couple of movies before, but I wasn't really um, invested in the previous movie, so I, I didn't really think Thirty Seconds would do a lot for me, especially <laughs> as a film. Yeah, yeah. First time I, I um... movies anyway. It was, I mean, it was an entertaining movie, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Didn't really feel like a a worthy DC movie. Yeah, I haven't fully seen it to be honest. I've started watching it like three or four times, and every time I see Superman's awful CGI beard in that awful phone filmed opening scene, I just switch off. Yeah, yeah. I've got to the part where, um, uh, you know, Superman, it's Wonder Woman, uh, Cyborg, and Aquaman fighting, and the Flash fighting against uh, Superman when he comes back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that felt I've really that weird part. seeing that, to be honest. Yeah. You know, when um, Cyborg has his like, arm arm thing and his like, auto-aims on him. I just felt really, oh, uh, oh, really yeah. cringy, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, there's some, some... I can't speak, but... <laughs> <laughs> there's something about, like, the whole DCU, and especially the newer films, like um, Shazam... Aquaman and yeah. uh, well, Aquaman and uh, the uh, the Justice League in particular, the way they're filmed is really weird. They all look completely green screened. Yeah, Aquaman has some really good visual CGI. sequences, but yeah, compared yeah. to the MCU, where I feel like there's a lot more practical involved. Feels the DCU more just films like it's yeah, compared to its like filmography thing. in terms of its you know, mm-hmm. um, camera angles and s- small stuff like that can um can bring out a lot of the CGI as, as natural stuff. Yeah. But yeah, back to this one, uh, back to this uh, Snyder Cut trailer. It was like a really short trailer. We saw a bit of uh, Wonder Woman, what she's got like in it, but it's pretty much the same as Justice League. Um, yeah, there's a new score by uh, Junkie XL. He's going to be doing the score for the uh, Snyder Cut. I think he's a, a, a really good film composer. He's done uh, some of my uh, most... Some of my favourite recent soundtracks, uh, like mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road. I think he did Batman vs Superman. I'm not a huge fan of that soundtrack. But Mad Max Fury Road in particular, I think that's got an amazing soundtrack. Yep. Definitely one of the best of uh, of recent years. But yeah, I just think the DCU sort of needs to figure out what's happening, you know, because we've got like a, a new cut of a film that came out three years ago coming out next year. We've got Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, Robert Pattinson playing Batman, and just loads of weird things happening. So I just kind of want to see them have like a a formula for the films and the way that they're released and, you know, the whole DCU and the way the story goes. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, do you have anything else to say about the uh, the DCU and Michael Keaton? Um, Not really, to be honest. I mean... Um... As as talks before when we said um, if universes clashes uh, if universe u- universes clashed um, and could you imagine I've seen a couple of pictures of this but could you imagine the Joker's coming together 
in the same universe. What? That would be so weird, but I'd like to see that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so it, obviously, and just and it, I know what you're saying you'd you'd have um you'd have uh what's his face from Michael Keaton Batman. Um, oh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, um, Heath Ledger, and Jared Leto. Is it his name? That's his name. Yeah. Um, obviously, you'd have to probably cancel out Mark Hamill's version <coughs> <laughs> if it was to be a bit more realistic. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. What about Jack and Phoenix. Oh, yeah, Jack and Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, to think now, how many Batmans are there? There's the um, Batman Forever Batman. I keep forgetting his name. Let's start. So Michael Keaton in eight. Well, there is the original Adam West one in sixty six. Oh yeah, but and then there was the. Um, well, yeah. Oh, you could you could do like um. I'm just thinking back now. You, you know the uh, you probably didn't watch this, but there was a Doctor Who episode, um, um, and there was they all came together. It was like three or four Doctors in the same timeline. Oh, was yeah. that like last Christmas or a few Christmases yeah, ago? Yeah, it was like it was like three or four years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that. I mean, if they brought all the Batmans yeah. and Jokers together and put it into one movie, oh my god! I mean, yeah. if they could get the story right for that and justify them all coming back, that'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah. you know, you'd always have one Batman. I mean, they need, some, go, they need something know. like a uh, an Endgame movie for the DC universe, don't they? They need something to yeah. bring it all make sense and, like you said before, a bit more structure to the um, DC universe. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing, though, because Ben Affleck isn't playing Batman anymore, so are they just going to ignore Batman in the DCU, pretend he fell down a cave again, or... Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Is Robert Pattinson going to take place of Ben Affleck? It's, I mean, it's really it's weird. weird. Cause, like, I think it was, um, it was our last podcast or a couple of videos ago when we talked about um, when news of Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck being fired from the DC Universe. I don't know whether that was rumoured or not, but it got on a lot of sites and people were talking about it in a lot of YouTube videos. Um, and then obviously yeah. you've got this Robert Pattinson um, return. Not return, uh, movie. And they, they got the teaser trailer. Um, but I really don't know at the minute where DC is going in terms of filmmaking. Um, mm. it's just really confusing when you've got a bunch of Batman movies, and then and then before that you've got a Joker movie that doesn't fit into the timeline, and then it just really degrades itself from the MCU universe. Considering there is a lot of decent um, DC movies um, apart from the MCU movies. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's just so weird with what's going on. Must be really um, sort of hard to keep up with it if you're just a casual. Not really a comic book fan that just wants to see the uh, the films at a cinema or when they're on home video mm-hmm. because there's just so much going on. Like even you know, as fans, we get confused with the uh, the timeline that is happening. But yeah, in the DCU, I'm sort of um, actually no, I'd probably say I'm looking the most forward to uh, the new Batman. I think that has quite a lot of potential. I'm still not fully sold on Robert Pattinson. Yeah. But same. I'm excited to see what happens. Wonder Woman 84, I thought the trailer was actually really good for that. It's quite cool that it's set in the 80s now. Um, yeah, I mean, the DCU, like you said, they just need to sort of uh, sort the timeline out and stuff and the roadmap for the future films because it really does make the MCU seem so much more believable. 
mm-hmm. and it also must be like so hard for the MCU to um you know sort of uh just have been so well planned out yeah yeah in other big news have you got anything else to say um no i think we're done there mate i think we're done yeah in other big news that has uh been occurring if that's the right word recently has been that it's literally just been announced that ea is um going to double down on the star wars games what do you think about this? Um, obviously, um, last week or sometime last week, we had uh, the Star Wars Squadron trailer. Um, we had the um, teaser trailer and the gameplay trailer. <clears throat> um, but before that, talking about when I don't know if this, this was official or not, but Pinterest um, said that um, got in contact with the aide to say that if they were to two hundred thousand signatures. <laughs> And that they would bring back some sort of EA team, whether it was a big team or a team of seven or something like that. Um, but and then we have Star Wars Squadron, as I said before. Um, and now EA have, have announced that they are going to be um, carrying on with um, Star Wars for maybe occurring of maybe few more years i mean i I think they had the contract till 2022 if i'm corrected um yes 2022 or three something like that um but till this day i still can't understand why they um well they left the battlefront for a flying game that is probably i think it i think it was about 30 is it 35 quid on its release it is, yeah. Uh, we'll get into squadrons a little bit more, and because we've had the gameplay reveal, obviously. But yeah, it's thirty-five quid. Uh, yeah, we'll go into the content of that in a minute. But, but, sorry, but there's so many, um, there's so many fans that wanted some more Star Wars content. There was like people begging for Ahsoka and Vengeance to come out. They were uh, requested since release. Uh, I know Mace Windu, um, and Darth Plagueis. Um, Snoke were requested since um, launch. Um, there's just so many characters they could have done. Um, obviously, as I said before, the contract till 2022. So the guess, I guess, they could still maybe do a Battlefront three. Um, but at the moment, with the Star Wars Squadron games and the Lego Star Wars games, I really can't see that happening for future years. Yeah, um, it's disappointing that they did uh, sort of just leave Battlefront 2 to uh, sort of die off. But, yeah, I mean, still, I'm still shocked that there's actually a new Star Wars game coming out this year. I still can't really get my head around that. I still can't really get my head around that it's just flying. Um, Gameplay-wise, what do you think of Star Wars Squadrons? Um, when I first saw the trailer, I know me and you have discussed this quite a bit, um, but when I first saw the trailer, I wasn't that impressed because they didn't really give off. Not as if, um, not to say that the gameplay wasn't good, but they didn't show off that much accessibilities or what you could do. I think they just showed a couple of customizations in that, and um, the fact that you can team up with four people at the same time and blah blah blah. But um, I don't know. I just wasn't very, very surprised, especially for a Star Wars trailer, and it, it just felt very same, very remade and. Very not original, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it felt like 
and you can tell that the makers of squadrons are the uh, the people that made the um battlefront 2 campaign because they do feel very similar yeah yeah i, I mean, didn't have super high expectations for squadrons going into the uh, the trailer and the gameplay but it's kind of annoying that we didn't see you know like actual gameplay of what it's gonna yeah. look like i mean considering they hyped it up for like a few weeks and then fans saw the trailer and i was literally flicking through the uh, the live chat um from when people were watching it, and then so many people were saying they were disappointed and i looked at other live streams of people reacting to it and they were disappointed um but I, we still can't really judge yet i mean we haven't seen really full in depth of the campaign or full in depth of the actual game modes or customizations so we can't really say anything until we actually get in some gameplay or like live gameplay um at least i can't anyway. yeah <laughs> yeah like you said we shouldn't you know sort of uh make our mind up over the game when it's june nearly july and the game comes out in october i mean just that is weird in itself the game comes out in october yeah. And it was literally announced in the middle of June. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, stuff like that doesn't really happen I feel anymore, like especially they've just big Star Wars on the side. I feel like it's a game that they've just, like, put out there to say sorry to the fans for Battlefront 2. I feel like that's what's going on. Um, yeah. Considering this new news that they've got that. Battlefront 2 or a possibility of a new Battlefront 2 team for regular updates, possibly, uh, maybe a possibility. Um, yeah, the possibilities are exciting about that, but you know I'm not going to get really high expectations again, like I did with the um, the petition. Yep, yep, yeah. Do you know what that's at, by the way? The petition. Sorry, say that again, mate. Do you know what the petitions are, or if it's just kind of fizzling out? Uh, I do not. Yeah, know I've not been a long time. I um, I've mentioned on a couple of live streams actually, and they have never heard about it, so I. I... I really don't know if that was rumoured or just someone trying to make people hyped or, you know. But I saw, I saw Pinterest saying it and I obviously saw the petition. Um, but it was just a really weird link between EA and Pinterest, um, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, I am... Um, yeah, like, in terms of what do I want from a Star Wars, um, EA Star Wars going forward, like I said, it does seem seem i'm gonna say that again it does seem so it's not confirmed that they are doing a uh, another sort of license or extending the license with uh disney and um lucasfilm but what i would like i would like obviously squadrons is coming out in october i think a bit of support after launch for that would be cool you know so the game just not kind of uh left because especially because it's a multiplayer game, it's supposed to have a really short campaign, and yeah, let's get into uh, Squadron's gameplay. So just off the back, we'll talk about the uh, the roadmap for EA in a moment. But yeah, have you seen like the maps and stuff like that on the uh, the website and the uh, gameplay video? I have, yeah. Um, what did you think when you first saw the gameplay trailer? By the way, I didn't ask before. Um... Yeah, I really liked it visually. I thought it was cool, but I was still, I was like waiting for the, uh, just like to see actual gameplay of what it's going to be like when we're actually playing it. And I thought we were going to get that since it was called a gameplay reveal. Yeah. But we didn't. But I mean, the game looks good. It's just, I don't know if it's going to be for me because 
I haven't really been a big fan of the flying in the uh, the previous Battlefront games. But yeah, once again, this is a whole game based around uh, flying and dogfights. So hopefully, the combat and you know the, just the uh, the general gameplay will be much better. Yep. But yeah, the gameplay and the flying combat is going to make or break this game. I thought it was a pretty good gameplay reveal, but yeah, we needed to see some actual gameplay. Yeah. I mean, on an up note, I mean, on one upside, um, I thought it was very cool that they introduced VR, uh, VR to um, uh, flying games, especially in Star Wars, because um, I always imagined, you know, flying a Tie Fighter or flying an X Wing in VR. That was one of the things I was um, quite hyped for when they announced it. And I don't know, what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean. I've tried a few VR headsets. I've tried the um, the Oculus Quest or Rift. I'm not sure. One of those uh, Oculus headsets. And yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty fun, but I don't think it's something that I'd buy because I feel like I'd kind of use it for a uh, sort of, you know, a few hours and then just leave it for a few weeks sort of thing like that. I wouldn't use it every day or... I don't think it justifies like the five hundred pound price tag of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I see you saying. Just the the whole idea of VR is really cool, though. You know, Ready Player One, like people VR robots, and like people are going to be able to use VR to control machines, mm-hmm. stuff like that's really exciting. So if they can master VR and like actually make you feel like you're a yeah, a pilot in a, an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter or whatever ship you want to go in, mm-hmm. that's going to be really cool and would maybe make me think about buying one. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really cool to see that it's getting VR support, but the lack of maps, it's got five maps and two game modes with a supposedly short campaign does kind of annoy me. What do you think about the uh, the campaign and multiplayer and what's going to be included? Um, yeah, I see you saying that. Um, the campaign... I think we saw like maybe like twenty seconds footage of the campaign, um, yeah. but I think it's gonna. It feels like a when I saw it, it feels like a recycled version of the Battlefront Two campaign. If I'm honest, um, the it character does, felt yeah. uh, felt very similar to Iden Versio um, <laughs> so from the Battlefront Two campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I said before, we can't really judge um, it from its small amounts of gameplay that we got um but i think i think at the moment i think fans just have to wait um for what's coming next because i think there'll be tons of people talking about this at the moment um and friends will be talking to friends and it'll get out that um this game will probably have it have a biggish release i mean probably most battlefront 2 fans of um I've probably seen this. What do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely think most Battlefront 2 fans or just Star Wars fans or, you know, quite a lot of gaming fans in general have probably seen this game and, the, uh, you know, the gameplay in a teaser trailer, I think it was. So, yeah, I think this game will financially, for yeah, I think it will do quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, who doesn't want to fly an X-Wing? But I'm just... I'm excited for that, but will that experience of flying an X-Wing for the first time in first person last? And will, you, will it make you want to come back and play it for a few hours every day for months? I'm not sure. I hope it ever does. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's literally two game modes, a short campaign, and a uh, and five maps. I might be looking into that wrong. They might be doing a bit of support after launch, but 
yeah, like we were talking about, this game just feel really uh, sort of rushed and just kind of put together quickly. Yep. We, yeah. we have known nothing about this um, for ages. I mean, most, and... Star, most modern Star Wars games have been like 50 to 70 pounds um, on its release. Uh, and the fact that this has only come out as £35 has quite worried me a bit. Um, me too, yeah. I, I don't know. It just feels um, very, very concerning. And a lot of fans will think this um, guaranteed that it's only a small price range considering it's, it's owned by EA and it's, you know, um, it's a Star Wars game in particular. And it's only £35. Yeah, that could... That could just be a marketing strategy from EA because maybe they've lost trust with gaming fans or Star Wars fans after the uh, the really awful launch of Battlefront Two, the whole Michael Michael microtransaction uh, controversy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god, yo, my voice. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, yeah, it's kind of worrying. I'd rather pay. Fifty pound for a game or whatever your mm-hmm. currency is for a good game instead of having the content have two game modes and five maps. You know that is quite worrying. Like obviously we were talking about the whole roadmap for EA and EA extending their um, Star Wars gaming license, but yeah, it's like is this going to be the multi Star Wars multiplayer game until Battlefront Three? Probably if there is a Battlefront Three, if we're lucky. Yeah. If I was EA, I'd personally, this is what I do. Um, I would obviously, Squadrons is releasing, support Squadrons for a few months. DLC, I think they've spoke about the fact that there won't be a DLC, but yeah, okay, shoving a 10, 15 pound DLC in there, a uh, few ships, few maps, maybe a new game mode or something. Uh, Customer. Customize? Oh my god, I can't even say customization. Customization, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe yeah. A different different wings to your ship, or a different helmet to your pilot, or something like that. Would be quite cool. Yeah, that, that just seemed like quite a big part of it, the customization. Yeah. So yeah, I'd support if I was working for EA, which will probably never happen. <laughs> I'd support uh, squadrons for a bit, and then I would probably get the whole team to start working on the uh, Jedi Fallen Order sequel. Yeah. launch that next year if that's possible and then the year after launch a uh, battlefront 3 and then just mm-hmm. go from there i think star wars gaming does need a bit of multiplayer games yeah yeah i mean one of <laughs> multiplayer them, one games of the and modes. in a star wars game is lightsaber combat um so yeah. i can understand why squadron would be um would be left behind if it were to uh, if they were to concentrate on the Battlefront three or were to concentrate on the Jedi um, Fallen Order sequel, even though it's a first, it's a a campaign game. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, now that we've talked about squadrons, we are quickly going to talk about the Ultimate Summer movies. So I'll probably put you on the spot a bit here, but what are some of your favorite Ultimate Summer movies since you know? This season around now, from uh, sort of like April now, is that when the summer starts, the summer movie season, to end of August, early September? What are your favourite summer movies to have ever come out? Um, summer movies, I think... Well, so, do you mean um, in general, like summer, summer movies to watch or summer movies that came out in... 
Um, a bit of both. Just well, for me, I'm going to say my picks. I've chosen well, the top of my head, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Well, it's my favorite film of all time with The Empire Strikes Back, and it just you know adventure summer. Yeah, I mean that um, sort of thing. What normally what I do in summer, I either binge Netflix for a few weeks. <laughs> Or I um, normally what I'll do if I got like a lot of free time, I'll watch like the full MCU universe or like the full DC universe or like the Indiana Jones quadrilogy or you know something that that'll keep me going for the next day instead of just binge watching Netflix and yeah going off one TV um, episode and and then switching back to another film. It just feels very clashed for for a big time period of six weeks for a school um, summer holiday. Um, I mean, obviously we've got the Agreed. pandemic, but yeah. in a normal summer holiday, um, I'd probably watch everything back to back, and wouldn't clash any TV series with movies because I think I feel like I want to follow the story a bit more. Um, ah, that's what gets yeah. me invested in um movie franchises and stuff. Yeah, that's understandable. I'm not really as big of a uh, TV show, you know, sort of Netflix binge as you are, mm-hmm. or at least it seems I've. Only really enjoyed a few TV shows like The Mandalorian, Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, I'm not really too a massive fan of uh, TV. I've enjoyed the uh, Star Wars animated shows, but TV isn't really my thing. Uh, but yeah, some of the summer movies that I've got, well, just going around the top of my head, that I have to sort of watch every summer. You obviously have like the um, quite a few MCU films in there, maybe Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man um you know the avengers films and then i've also got some classics so like i said rezos arc that is a uh i mean you can watch it any time of the year but that's sort of a uh, an ultimate summer movie in my opinion yeah then films like stand by me jaws back to the future stand by me and jaws in particular you know stand by me the whole the boys going uh yeah boys going you know an adventure yeah 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 i can see that's a really good summer movie um, stuff like that and Jaws and um, even Tarantino and stuff like that is is a very good summer watch um, packed action and stuff like that obviously Stand By Me is completely different or some people might say but if it's I think I think if it's got entertainment in there um, as a summer movie because um, a lot of people only look for entertainment in the movie a lot, I know a lot of people do um, for people who don't really take movies too seriously I might be going a bit over the line there but um, but for um, no, yeah. other movies in general that come out in the cinema, I think people will probably be looking for um, for entertainment instead of story and character. Yeah, I think that's why we have so many just stupid, big, um, really forgettable blockbusters. Some of them that I can think of off the top of my head are like, you know, Skyscraper. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Sharknado, The Meg with Jason Statham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious. I mean, I've enjoyed tend, a few of the Fast and Furious. the line of zombies or sharks or horror or basically horror. <laughs> yeah, I'm wrong, isn't it? Or is it just Fast me? cars. Yeah. No, that's or like, completely uh, understandable. Or like Chainsaw massacre type movie. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, there's definitely some sort of uh, some sort of trend between all summer movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's going to wrap it up for today's podcast. Uh, This was episode number two. So make sure to uh, subscribe and like this video. And 
episode number three of the podcast will be coming in roughly five to six days, maybe a week. Um, put your thoughts and opinions down below on what we can talk about, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.